you can't stop playing. I'm trying to make a record you can't stop saying. Trying to make a record you can't forget. I'm the shit. I'm just waiting till we all in agreement. I'm just trying to be the one you believe in. I'm just trying to be the one in rotation. Tell them play me on your radio station. I don't want to be no one hit wonder. I'm trying to find some new skin to crawl under. I'm trying to find a new beat to go apeshit. Trying to parade this way that I made with. I'm not trying to be the fly by night top. Ain't really made for the limelight. But I want to live life till I'm living life on the bright lights. Spit it till you get that I'm already in my pride. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to a brand new episode of the Beats, Brews, and Points of View podcast. I'm your host, Neil Richter, along with my partner in podcasting sitting over there, E-Man Bates. The P.I.P., that is me, and we are coming from the home city. With you, Nee. Hey, let me, let me fucking finish. You can't monetize this anymore because I swear the first, like, minute. Like, <laughs> yes, but Jesus. All right. So we are sitting here with our homie Uni here. Uh, yeah, man. How you doing? <laughs> I'm doing great. You two are funny. <laughs> 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 All right. So as Neil was saying here, on today's episode, Neil and I are sitting down with our homie, uh, was it Jamila Farrell, right? Falero. Falero. Yeah. Got it. Falero. Uh, yeah. A.K.A. Uni. Mm-hmm. Uni's coming out of Brooklyn, New York by way of Savannah, Georgia. Mm-hmm. Uni is an all-around jack of track of trades, a business owner, clothing designer, holistic healer, artist, and on top of that, a Marine and a mother. Uni Look at you, Sway, getting your Sway <laughs> intros on. I like it. <laughs> Uni also hosts these events called the High Bungalow. It brings together a community of people for cannabis-infused dinner. Was she and her business partner, I forgot the cook's name, the other cook that you work with, by the Tehran way. Tehran Smith. Tehran Smith uh, preps for her attendees, or for their attendees. Neil and I have had several run-ins with Uni over the past year, from yoga sessions to the High Bugalo events, to overall just hanging out. And we decided, you know what, she'll be a perfect person for the pod, so welcome to uh, Beats. Welcome, Beats Uni. Thank you, hey. and thank you for having me. Hey. Thank you for looking at me to even have me on your podcast so i appreciate it of course um yeah before we get into it that song that i started the podcast out um is called one in rotation by uh little sims featuring sir Mm -hmm. and the reason i chose that for tonight is it just the vibe in general the the whole presence of it kind of reminds me of uni it's got Mm -hmm. that nice like chill warm inviting kind of vibe to it and i feel like that's who uni is as a person very warm and inviting so that's why i chose that one for tonight we forgot to like it's 153 by the way oh no 130 133 130 that's what you said 133 did i say 133 yeah oh shit all right no you had it right but um yeah so welcome uni we were excited to have you on here um you know we've had, like E-Man was saying, uh, the pleasure of, you know, doing a few different things with you bet- between the dinner, yoga, massages, you're a jack of all trades, and uh, we want to talk about all of it. But before we do, like we do on this podcast, we like to intro the drinks of choice that we are um, having tonight. And being, like I said last week, I'm off the booze these days, so I am drinking uh, some cherry-flavored coffee from Cafe 1923. Haven't even tried it yet, but E-Man's drink is probably a lot more interesting. <laughs> oh, yeah, brother. <laughs> Today we got from Hot Butcher for the world, we got the Rewaka Mania 4. 
It's in Hulk Hogan letters, brother, so that's why I'm talking about this. One of my favorites. I love Hulk Hogan. One of these 28-inch pythons of hops going <laughs> Do you think King Man's a wrestling fan? Oh my god. I don't know what So we have a uh, 6.5. Oh man, let me get back in character. Sorry. We <laughs> got 6.5 APV <laughs> and the IBUs aren't listed on Untapped, but we're going to rock them anyway. We got oh Rawaka yeah. and Simcoe Hop. India Pale Ale, brother. <laughs> 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 it is the highest rated beer I think we had on this show. We got a bopping 4.12% out of wow. five. Well, that's not very much. 4.12% out of five? Oh, f- oh, I thought you meant per- alcohol percentage. No, 6.5. 6.5. Got you, got you, got you. You may break character. Well, I can't, I can't even focus on anything you're saying in that character. <laughs> All right, anyway, yes. Uh, Rewaka Mania for, uh, from Hot Butcher for the World. Uh, Rewaka and Simcoe Hop India Pale Ale. Uh, 6.5 ABV. The high BUs are not listed on here for some reason, which is crazy because I know it's hot the shit out of because it's an IPA. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it's going to be tasty. I'm excited. What's the flavor? We're about to find out okay. soon enough. Uh, Simcoe is kind of like a pioneer. Like and I know you're drinking on something that you brought over yeah, with you. So shout out to Beyond Juicery and Eatery as a chef. I do like to clean clean eat, as yeah. I call it. And this is a hot infused tea, lemonade tea with uh, mango, pineapple, and ginger. That Very sounds good. delicious. Very that sounds delicious. delightful. Wow, this cherry coffee is mm. way better out of the... Uh, the little uh, slow drip press thing that I bought <laughs> over then using that shitty little plastic coffee maker nice that I have. Mug, by the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought I'd rep your company on oh, the podcast. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Okay. <laughs> Shout out to Wild. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, this is delicious. E-Man, what's yours all about? How you thinking? Well, I had a really terrible pour, so I'm going to let that sit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know if y'all saw that on the side of the camera. And I'm gonna let it. I'm gonna let it do its thing for a minute, but I'll, I'll get the aroma down for you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, there's a lot more citrus than I thought. Actually. Yeah, I can smell really it from. Yeah, I can smell it from over here. It'll be solid. Yeah, smells <laughs> very good, very yeah. delicious. Mm. Nice. Well, let's get into it. Uni, uh, Eman just gave you that nice intro. What do you think? How How would you describe? I guess what you're doing or what you're trying to do um, with all the multifaceted media, health, everything. All right, so what was this song that, that we started? That was in, in Rotation by in rotation. Lil Sims. Okay, so shout out to Lil Sims. I'm definitely feeling it. It definitely, uh, definitely describes the type of person I am. <laughs> so uh, basically, I definitely don't want to be an overnight sensation. Mm-hmm. That was definitely one of the yep, lyrics it, in the absolutely, song. Absolutely, it sure was. I am a legacy. Mm-hmm. You know, I am not a yoga studio. I'm a healing foundation. I like that. So I am for humanity. I am for the world. I am, as E-Man said, jack of all trades. And um, I have been like that since I was a little girl, I should say. I've always been the one in the family to put on the plays. And like during Christmas time around the families, everyone's sitting. I'll take, gather all the cousins up and say, hey, get to the back room. We're going to learn these quick Christmas songs. And we're going to put together this fabulous plays. And that was just always me. I've always wanted to like put smiles on people's face. And just bring people together and teach them that you don't have to be miserable like happiness is the cure and love is the cure to everything and that's pretty much me and that is in every facet of business that i do the love is in it 
yep. you know, the down to the cannabis business. business. Shout out to Mary's Wonderland, Woo! which is coming LLC. That is uh, definitely coming very soon. I passed. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. I love it. <laughs> so definitely, um, we just passed state pre-qualification for uh, Michigan. And right now we're just trying to gather the funding. Uh -huh. You know, as um, a young black entrepreneur, the cannabis business, they did not make it an easy doorway. I've heard. Um, <laughs> it's definitely not an easy doorway when you want to do it correct and you want to do it on the legal side of things. You have to have t technically around a half a mil to get your to, to get everything up just for you to even get licensed. You have to have the land and property, everything in order before they even come out to inspect you. So these are the things as a single mom, and I don't even like to use that word single mom. I'm not a single mom. I'm a single parent household, mm -hmm. okay? Because my kids' fathers, they're in the picture and they're doing what they're supposed to do. So shout out to the fathers. That says a lot. Y'all doing what y'all doing. A lot. You know, we got to switch up the term. You know? yeah, absolutely. Switch up the term, right? You know, I'm not a single mom and we like to use that term a lot. Single parent household. They're yeah. just not in the household and that's by choice. All right? And it's just, it's, it's a positive thing. It's mm -hmm. not a negative thing. So... As I was saying, Mary's Wonderland is coming soon. And then now I have Sacred Walks by Uni, which is a healing foundation. And it's a state of the art. It, it is not a small business. This is something that is looking to, within the next year, have a built-in daycare facility. Mm -hmm. You know, a healing foundation that offers several different healing modalities, yoga, meditation, massage. This is something that our ancestors created. This is something that's a part of us. You know, we have always been healers and people of the arts and people of the love and black background and hispanic black ground black mom hispanic father puerto rican father i'm indigenous baby mm -hmm. there's nothing else to say about that and my last name falero it comes from the research that i have done it comes from italy spain and uh portuguese if i'm not if i'm not mistaken that last name has a a crest in italy mm -hmm. from the research that I've ha i have done so when you go back to history and you start to look up the makeup of a puerto rican and of a of an african we're mixed up we're all we all have that same type of blood and the makeup of a, a puerto rican you're looking at spain you're looking at portugal you're looking at haiti you're looking at what am i missing and tahino indians mm -hmm. the tahino indians of el yunque rainforest so we're make I'm, I'm just that's my that's my makeup that's what i do i've I'm, I'm a jack of all trades i'm a woman of the earth you know i'm here to nurture in, in anything that i do so with the healing foundation the cannabis plant being the the plant of all healing plants it sits right there on the throne with the plant of lavender it cures and heals everything down to unhappiness depression anxiety insomnia help me with alcoholism oh my god mm -hmm. i mean all of it it even helps with alcoholism any type of addictions marijuana is not an addiction even though it can be an addiction it can be when yeah for even sure though it can yeah. be an addiction when people choose to abuse it and you should not abuse that exactly plant, as yep. you should not abuse anything yep right me being in the cannabis industry as well one thing i'm seeing too is like i i talk to a lot of people that have like been on opiates for a while and you know like want more more like medicinal purposes and things like that and it was like it seems like it's been helping them a lot like one thing too with my job i've been learning about the minor cannabinoids like like cbg cbn things like that as well that's been helping a lot of people out too hmm. so it's just like hearing like these stories about you know people that you know
know, I was prescribed Oxycontin for after a car accident, and then I got addicted and things like that. But, you know, like, cannabis has really helped me, like, with my pain management, mm-hmm. get a good night's sleep, and, you know, stuff like that has been really beneficial just in my life is even being around people like that, you know, hear those stories. So, I mean, Absolutely. just hearing these testimonials from people saying, you know, like, this thing has healed me and things like that is, you know, it's, it's really cool just to hear some of this stuff. Absolutely. One thing I do want to ask you about, though, uh, when when did you start getting into more, like, holistic healing? I think they call what is it called? At, I cannot pronounce this. Adravita Nutrition? Ayurveda. Ayurveda. <laughs> yeah, E-man pronouncing new okay. fo- new words could be a whole segment on our podcast. You know he always, Honestly, hey, I give you the credit just for trying. <laughs> my thing is like, I mean, part of being an artist is you create words. So. <laughs> I like it. Ayurveda Nutrition, though. Ayurveda Nutrition, the ancient science of how to eat. Ancient science of how to eat. How to balance the way you eat. Um, it teaches you three different body constitutions. So you have one that's called uh, Pita, and then you have another one that's called Veda and Kappa. So it breaks it down, and then, like, Kappa is, like, more of your big-boned body types, and, like, Veda is more of your, like, very skinny, more fragile body types. And then Pita, Veda can be more like me. Like, I'm a Pita. Like, I'm more slim. So, like, they kind of like the slim, thick type, you know, like, mm-hmm. have the mass, but not fragile. We got the, the strength por- portion of it. So Ayurveda nutrition teaches you three different body constitutions, things that three different body constitutions should eat. The Kappa body might not eat the same things that the Pita body might eat, and then vice versa for Veda. So certain type of fruits I don't eat because it's sour, and it does make my stomach hurt. You know what I mean? And vice versa, some fruits that Kappa can eat, Veda can't eat. And it teaches you all about the different breakdown of the elements of life, as in air, fire, ether, water, yeah, the mm-hmm. elements of life, mm-hmm. so, right, and it's, and how it's a part of the makeup of our DNA, and how that affects how we feel when we eat certain things, so it's, it's, it's a very, very, very ancient way of thinking when you eat, and it's about nutrition, and I am indigenous, so I'm gonna go back to who started it all, I mean, isn't that the way you, I mean, should we not all think like that, wouldn't Absolutely. that be like the common sense way of thinking, why would I go with the ways of someone who came and took from the very basic and the origin of where it all started from, who took it and twisted it and turned it into something negative like anyway. The food pyramid that's going mm-hmm. on now, like they try to feed us. Oh like. my god! I'm just saying that it's just not true. It's it's, it's cap to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> no, Listen, it's absolutely. It's and it's all tied in. You know when um I like that you're. You have, you know, music, healing, all this stuff tied into one because it kind of all in a sense is one because a lot of times when you say the word diet, people think just food, but diet is so much different Mm. than it's, you know, uh, the things you're listening to, Mm. what you're consuming on TV. There's so many different parts of your diet that people that that go beyond food that uh, is part of the healing process. And I think as we get older, that's why I'm taking this break from alcohol right now. As you get older, I think you start to realize what is good for your diet and what's not. And if it's going to just keep making you feel like shit repeatedly over mm. and over and over, you got to learn from that, right? And not, not keep putting that into you. That's the whole <laughs> point. One thing, especially for me with alcohol, is just because I know, like, alcoholism is a genetic thing for mm. me, like, in my family, so I always have to watch it. I know, like, last year, I kind of did what Neil was doing. I took, like, a, I took, like, a six-month break from any booze. 
and I felt great after. You know, I was like chilling. I was kind of more like active and shaved, things like that. I mean, I still like don't drink as much as I used to, especially in my twenties. And mostly just because age is caught up to me at this point, and I just can't handle it anymore. But yeah, it's one of those things like you just feel great after it, you know, as I'm sipping my Rwanda. <laughs> <laughs> right but but you've always, okay. I feel like I can yeah. account to you. I feel like, E-Man, you're pretty good at not overdoing it when you're drinking. You've always been the one, you know, when, uh, when you're at your limit and when to cut yourself off. And that's part of, you know, that's trauma mixed with just learning experience. <laughs> 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 but, yeah. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, that's one of those things, like, I, you just learn from, exactly, you learn from experiences that you had before. Because I would definitely, I've definitely had my times where I went too crazy with shit, so. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. man, yeah. you are not by yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely not. So, Uni, question for you. Mm-hmm. Um, when did the holistic healing come into play, like, in your life? So, I'm going to say around 2017. Was coming out of, ooh, an ugly, nasty <laughs> relationship. Now, you know, I'm not afraid to talk about these things because I'm not alone when it comes to things like this. And this is why I like to talk about these things because there is millions millions of men millions of women who are in relationships with people who are just toxic and turmoil with themselves and as they choose to be toxic and turmoil with themselves it inflicts and imprints on you they like to abuse you right so that saying hurt people like to hurt people that's what I was dealing with you know I was coming out of a relationship that I had to choose to walk out of and now that I'm looking back on it, if I have not made that choice, ugh, there's no telling where I would be right now. I'm being so serious about that. I might be getting beat on worse than, you know what I mean? Like, it, it, it was trying to make that turn, and I thank God I caught it before it made that turn. I was like, there's no way I'm going to have no man beating on me or treating me in those type of manner. So it, it was a very dark, ugly place. I chose to walk out of this relationship, and it was, this, is, this is a funny story. I said, I'm going to call a psychic hotline, right? There was this email that I kept getting from this psychic company. So I said, you know what? I'm going to shoot the shit. I'm going to do this shit. So I called out, reached out to this company, and I got an older woman. And I remember her telling me, she was like, I want you to look into meditation. And as she was telling me all these great things to come in the future, which, by the way, shout out to you. I don't remember your name, by the way, but uh, the <laughs> shit that she, listen, the shit that she said, most of it, absolutely true. It's actually happening right now. You understand what I'm saying? So as, as she told me to, to get into the meditation, I got into the meditation. I listened because I was in an ugly place. I was crying every night, wasn't happy, couldn't sleep, in a bad place bad optimal health just getting over being real sick and I think the sickness that I was getting over was coming from that abusive relationship at the time it was just eating away at me so I got on started getting on YouTube learning about meditation shout out to Isha Foundation in India that was my pretty much go-to on the YouTube so I would listen to um, Sagaru is his name of Isha Foundation I'll listen to him and some of the things that he was said you know it just made sense don't focus on the problem, focus on the solution. Take care of yourself. You know, all this all this physical stuff is just physical. Go more into the internal, into the mental. So as I'm learning this stuff, listening to this man coming out of my dark place, I, I, I got it, Dropped, jumped on meditation like that. Started meditating every night. As I meditated every night, I chose to meditate in the dark. 
so I, I i experienced something that i can say a lot of humans on this earth in this in this day of age has not experienced you know and and, and i'm gonna say that this is the experience that the, the ancient prophets have talked about things when you when you're meditating and you're in a place by yourself things that you see that a person won't believe that you actually saw these type of things or you heard these type of things you know that and that's a whole story on itself and we can have a totally pod a different podcast on that mm -hmm. that's how deep it goes in spirituality so as this happened as the meditation came i decided to look into yoga and the funny thing about it my sister at the time she was like i think you should try yoga we both should get into teachers training i ended up doing it she didn't do it because i really think this was just my journey you understand what mm -hmm. i'm saying so I, I got trained in yoga did it loved it became a master at meditation before i even decided to do the yoga piece so i, I before i even went to that yoga studio i was already on a certain type of frequency and the healing that i already placed on myself did the yoga i just started becoming a beast started becoming something very 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 powerful it was opening me up in ways that i couldn't remember but as i look back on it it was just little jamila again all over again it was like i can fly i can anything is possible i can do whatever i want to do you know i have a limitless mind as the society as this world tries to limit us all the time i'm not that type of person and these are the kids they call add adhd autistic we just operate in a different type of way uh, you can't keep me cooped up in the classroom i'm not that type of child i don't like it i'm the one that that might sit there and talk you to death because what you're teaching me is boring me mm -hmm. i have to sit in the eight hour block doing learning about fake history learning about something that is not even a part of me mm -hmm. so how do you expect me to act this is what's going on with the with the youth and the children right now so yoga got out of it the healing foundation i was like everybody on this earth need to get on their knees and repent everybody on this earth needs to really go into the eternal really take the time lock into meditation fix themselves fix their ways look at their values look at their morals so we can have a better humanity because if i didn't do that i wouldn't be able to see that we actually need that in life totally and that, that takes work because i feel like um meditation is what brought me on the journey that i'm on right now because I think the ability just to sit alone with your own thoughts is very difficult for a lot of people to do. I think that's why so many people run to substances as a way to escape. And yet, yeah, exactly, coping mechanisms exactly. to try to get away from the internal problems that you're having. And I did that for almost 15 years. You know, I get fired from a job, drink about it. Uh, my friends start dying at 20, 20 years old, drink about it. Let's push that away. Let's push that away. And then the problem that I had 15 years later of after doing that for so long is the erratic emotional behaviors. So like mm. it would just pop out of you at the most random times, you know, <laughs> you're, it just bubbles out of you and yep. it can come out in all in the wrong type of context, the wrong type mm. of setting. And a lot of the times in things you just flat out don't mean to say. So I think uh, the ability to face your own problems mm is really limit, or, uh, liberating once you finally start to do it. it and like what you just said, it feels like new life once you start oh, to man. do it. You're like, wow, I feel like I'm kind of like born over again a little bit. Facts. I mean, karma is a mother. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to get spanked no more. I think mm -hmm. we don't realize that it is our choices that we choose to make. It is the uh, the growth that we choose to have is 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 what continues to spank our butt. You know what I mean? Like, if we continue to, to do the same things to take us down a dark road, 
and you sit there and say, why is my life going through this? It's because you're choosing the things to make your life do this and go this way. I mean, making the same mistakes over and over again. It's if not, you don't it learn from it, no life's going to kick your ass every single time. The thing about it, like, and it's, it's a, it's, this is how you break the cycle. It's like, okay, what am I doing differently? Or what do I need to do differently that I haven't been doing so I can break this cycle? Mm-hmm. That's yeah. one thing about it. Like, I've learned in my growth journey because I definitely, like, have my thing where – you know, I I definitely have acted out in certain ways because of trauma responses of totally. things in my life. And that's one thing I've been really learning to kind of cope with recently. Good. Actually, but recently, I mean, like, in the past, like, few years, I've been getting way better at it. And that's just, you know, I, things I, I've never – I kind of had to grow up a lot quicker than I really expected to. Let's put it that You're way. not alone. So, yeah. You're not alone. I've been working since I was 13. You're definitely not alone, brother. Yeah, it's funny. You had mentioned, uh, you know, ADHD that both of me, Ian, man, and I both have that as well. And all the light beings do. Oh, God. The empaths, the light (laughs) beings of the world. Shout out to the real superheroes of the world. I think, and I think with that, (laughs) and I think with that affliction, though, comes um, a certain level of stress and anxiety because of how often we overthink everything. And. Uh, I think when I got another reason that I got into drinking was to try to cope with stress and anxiety. And when, and, and then I just started doing that and lying to a lot of people and those lies in the, in the, the hangovers that just piles that stress and anxiety up and up and up. And the minute I started, I, I just, I finally started telling the truth to my parents, to my family and all of that. And it was like, Holy shit. I feel like I just lost 20 pounds. Like, type of stress and anxiety is gone for me right now. Like I, it's so bizarre. Like the life that you can have once you start being truthful mm. about everything, you know? So be true to yourself. Not only that, to yourself. It's when you start like living that the way that kind of makes sense in your way. Like I feel like a lot of people have these expectations for you mm. and things like that. And then like, one thing where it's like, okay, yeah, you should do this, you should do that, you should that. Okay, and you listen to all these other people and it doesn't really make you happy at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. And things like that. But one thing that kind of freeing that I've learned is really just kind of when you start not necessarily, I mean, living on your own terms, yes, but like when you're living with purpose, you know? Mm. Like yep. Like when you're actually doing things with purpose and you're doing things with meaning and you can really accomplish whatever you want to if you really just put the effort and the purpose behind it. Mm. What, I, what I've noticed in lately. So totally yeah. agree. And um, and you know, obviously we talk a lot about music on this podcast. And last time I was with Uni, you know, she picked me up and we we're riding in the car, and she was like, "You want to hear my music?" And I was like, "What? <laughs> you make music as well? I didn't even know this." We got, we got some and so. Uh, so Uni had showed me some of her music and I'm like, wow, this is incredible. So I just wanted to kind of ask you about, um, your, the music you make and what your plans are for it, because, you know, I'm a nerd when it comes to that you shit. Got, so you tracks for us today, right? <laughs> yes, I will play. Do you really? Awesome. <laughs> yes. So yes, music has always been a big part of my life. Ever since I was a little girl, you would catch me running around, dancing, singing. I told you I would put on the plays for Christmas. So, you know, um, the singing and everything is with divine timing. You know, it, uh, music is is just now 
actually about to really start where I can actually start focusing on music for myself. And I think this is the best time it should happen because it was after a dark time in my life. And um, it's now where I really know myself and I renamed myself. I'm Uni, short for universe, connection, one, meaning one, right? So humanity. I think different. I'm on a whole different mission. I'm not for just no one nationality. I'm not just for two nationalities. I'm for everybody on this earth because at the end of the day, are we, do we not all share this one great beautiful earth? Yes, we do. Same era, man. All right, so yeah. that's what we need to get back to, and that's why I work so closely to the youth, and that's why I think this is the perfect time to do music because with the Creator and Me Youth Program, I'm going to be doing a lot of my music with the youth. So I love that. We're going to incorporate a lot of beautiful things together. As I grow in music, as I put myself as on a stardom board, I'm going to be doing the same thing to the youth that are in my program. So we are just little stars waiting to be born, and, and so am I. And it doesn't matter what age you do it. That's beautiful, and I love that your name is uh, stands for universe because one thing that I've noticed that I'm sure that you've noticed once you start yourself on a, a spiritual journey is that when you start to make the right decisions, the universe shows you it so many different ways. Like it comes out in so many different like things. Doctor Strange it's out fucked here. Yeah. up, man. It's like it literally shows you everything. Like there'll just be little reminders here and there throughout your day, yeah. whether it be like a big reminder or just something like that'll just make you smile and be like, ah, that right there. I knew it. You know what I mean? Sure like magic. it's 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 crazy how that works Age to me. Of enlightenment, dog. Yeah, it yeah. really is. Yeah. It is. It's magic. I mean, that's what life is about. Life is magic. And if you can't make and manifest what you want out of life, then you're not living it. It's, it's all mental. Is it's what all I, mental. That's one thing I've especially learned this past year is a lot. Like, I've been really focusing on, like, trying to, like, not go out to the, you know, like, not go to the, I feel like I had a whole thing what stagnated me a lot because <laughs> we're going back and going to music and stuff like that is where. Mm-hmm. I'll like get something. I'll get to like a certain point, and then I'll get like a certain p little bit of validation. I'll be like, "All right, that's enough of that. Let's go out and celebrate." And then I'll just go out and celebrate for a while, and then just like completely forget about it. And then everybody's like, "Oh well, you know, he's not consistent. I'm not a consistent person." That's one thing I realize about myself, and that's one thing I'm really that's the hump I've really been trying to get over personally. Is so I want you to I want you to to remove those two words in the beginning of your sentence with the I am because you know how powerful those two words yes. are right that yes. shapes and shakes everything in your life so if you're trying to work on your consistency we're not gonna say that I am not consistent you're gonna say I am consistent yeah this is something that I'm gonna continue to work on right. every day uh, with myself right. there's a beautiful documentary that you just reminded me of called I am by mm. a guy named Tom Shadyac. Mm. Who yeah. directed all the like the liar liar all those Jim Carrey movies? I've seen I am. You've seen that? Yeah. Oh God, it's such a. So yeah, so he <laughs> he was making all those movies and then um, he went he was on a bike ride and uh, fell off and hit his head really hard and had a traumatic brain injury and it totally changed like he was it sent him down such a sinking Radical. depression that he couldn't he didn't think that he was ever going to bounce out of it to the point where he knew that he was going to end it and he said one day he woke up. And all of that was just gone. It yeah. just was gone. And he was struck with this like overwhelming sense of figuring out human connectivity, why we are the way we are, mm. 
why we're supposed to be, um, you know, part of a community yes. and not separating no each other. And no I just guys. think I, I think that's one of the best documentaries I've ever watched. I bought like 15 copies of it when I saw it and I gave it was when DVDs were still a thing <laughs> and I was giving right. them out to all my family members for <laughs> Christmas. I'm like, watch this, watch this, watch this. It's amazing. You guys got to see it. So you just reminded me of that. It is yeah. a beautiful documentary. And, and it's absolutely I just said this to the youth yesterday. I said. You know, it's all well and fine. You can, you know, do the music, do the technology, learn this. I mean, at the end of the day, we can be doing so much more technology, guys. The technology that the Most High has in store for us, you have not even pinged on yet. Yeah. Because we choose to keep our our minds dumbed down. But I told the youth, I said, the real connectiveness, the real magic is in community, is in us. Mm -hmm. Being around each other, singing with each other, dancing with each other, yep. enjoying each other's company, not being miserable and being mean people towards each other. This is not what it's supposed mm -hmm. to be. You know, it's, it's supposed to be fun. Like, shit, I want to have fun. Like, yeah, no. I agree. I agree. Like, I went to, um, I went and saw this R&B artist I like last night called Mac Ayers at the Majestic Theater nice. downtown. And that, I think I, sitting, sitting in there, because I just went by myself. I bought a ticket by myself. Beautiful. Last, Beautiful. last minute after work, rode down there. And when you're by yourself, you just sit there and think, you know, and I'm like, man, I, this is why I love concerts so much is mm. there was probably 100 white kids and 100 black kids in there all mixed together, all singing, dancing, loving. And it's just like this is what life is about. You know yes, what I mean? Like yes. it's that's why music is so beautiful and it's mm. the universal mm. language. You know what I mean? One thing about mm. that, too, is like I, I was talking to a friend of mine about getting old and growing older like that it's like oh yeah you know you feel older things like you know like as age comes like you know you typically your body kind of hits you and stuff like that but i feel like a lot of that is also mind state too so one thing Bingo. that keeps you exactly man. <laughs> so one thing to do is like you have these things like you know that you love there's like a child that kind of keeps you grounded and it kind of keeps you more like young and I was thinking about that in life. Like, I think this is part of the reason why I got back into pro wrestling so much mm. is because I'm like, it's one of those things where, like, from my childhood, I loved so much that where it was like, yo, this is me kind of holding on to my inner child with all the chaotic shit going on in the <laughs> game, I guess, in a way. I love so, wrestling. Yeah, <laughs> man. So it was one of those things like that. And then, like, certain artists that kind of bring me back to that certain time, too. Like, as Neil was saying with music, music is also a beautiful thing that does that as well, man. Mm -hmm. And it's just one of those things like these these little things right there throughout, you know, your life are kind of like reminders like, hey, you know, this is also a extension of yourself. <laughs> Hold on to this part, too, because, yeah, it's going to there's a lot that's going to be rough. There's a lot that's going to get tough. There's a lot that's mm -hmm. going to get hard. But like, you know, these things are a reminder of like who you you know, what you are as a person and who you are as a person. You, you know, this is also you know, going to keep you grounded and like your safe space. Like that's that. exactly yeah. right, Iman. And I think yeah. that's the difference between people that uh, live to a long age and people that die at a younger age is when I think what the people that die at a younger age, let go of their passions. Yep. Like um, my grandma, she's 91. She still goes to card club every week. She still Beautiful. goes to her church group. She goes to a little exercise thing that she yes. does. She still lives in her own house. Yes. Like it's Shout it's out. crazy. I think yeah. the the problem is a lot of people um, of a certain age, they retire and then they don't know what to do. They just kind of sit around with, you know, no activities or no, you know, 
no close relationships anymore, you know, and it's kind of a scary thing about getting older. So you, you got it's definitely, I think, important to keep your mind active. And just like you were saying, like you're into wrestling, like you're you're really passionate about it. So you're thinking about it. You're talking to other people about it. And I think it's just a great thing for your brain is to just be. I think being a nerd, I say nerd as a badge of honor. I don't use that as an insult anymore at all. Because mm-hmm. to me, a nerd just means you're super passionate about something. Call me a nerd. Right. You know what Any I'm saying? Day, right? Any day of the week. I don't <laughs> care. Although, I, although you did say when, we, when I went to Yamakon last year, yeah, that nerd fest. It is a nerd <laughs> fest. It is a total nerd <laughs> It is a nerd <laughs> fest. I'm, I'm there. I do want to go. <laughs> <laughs> I do want to go next year. I do want to go next year. I do want to go. Can I come? Okay. <laughs> for sure. Okay. Dude, I've been to Yamakon the past like five, well, except for COVID, obviously, and stuff like that. But like, out of the, out of the time it was active, I think I've been around like the past like five or six years consistently, mm-hmm. and it's always a great time. Like, uh, they do the hip hop show and stuff like that. Shout out to Mike Jack. Shout out to Mark Cooper. They always dude, perform dude, on dude. a hip hop show and stuff like that. So, yeah. Nice. Speaking of cons, actually, I just had the pleasure of going to Sneaker Con down here at Cobo Hall, hey. which was pretty tight. Um, they had so. I've talked about it plenty on this podcast. The The podcast that got me into this, that want, made me want to start this shit, is called... It was called Juan Epstein, and then they dropped it because of Jeffrey Epstein and changed yeah. it to just Juan Ep, I mean, and then it was Juan Ep is dead, and now it's currently Juan Ep is life. <laughs> so, how does the podcast make you feel watching it live, Neil? So that's what I wanted to talk about. So Peter Rosenberg and Cypher Sounds, who host the show, came down to SneakerCon, and man, you want to talk about sneaker nerds? That's like a whole different animal, sneakers. man. Like there was people oh, like, heads are the worst. <laughs> like you, you I might, you might, head. you might think you like shoes until you get there and realize there's people walking around with fucking wheelbarrows. Like, and they're like three, four hundred. They were selling the Travis Scott, uh, like the army oh, green the Travis Scott ones. ones or whatever for like. Five hundred and fifty dollars. I'm like, cheap. man, it's so. Cool. I, I in relative to those, sneaker those heads, I guess. Those are like, like eleven hundred dollars shoes. That's crazy. Like that, yeah. nice. But anyways, I digress. So anyways, nice. Peter Rosenberg, Cipher Sounds, they came here to do one up his life live at SneakerCon um, with special guest Royce the Five Nine, and I knew for a fact that I was going to that because that was you know I'm a super passionate Juan Epstein fan. Uh, I am one of their patrons. I love it. But um, so they were there and I got to meet both of them. I got to meet Royce the five nine. So that was super cool for me. Those guys were awesome. And like we were talking about earlier, universe, like one of the it sent me a sign. We were there because I'm watching them. I'm watching them interview Royce. And somehow I don't remember what uh, got Rosenberg started talking about this, but uh, he started talking about um, Royce's recovery because Royce has been sober for 10 years now. And they just started talking about, you know, all of the things that were reminding me of myself. And Royce was talking about, you know, I was this way and I tried to do this first before I quit drinking. I tried to do this first. I'm like, been there, been there. I feel like he's talking from inside of my goddamn head right right now. So I'm like, this is another little fucking universe thing that sent me on the right thing. And then like just to to meet those guys uh, was extra inspiring me and made me want to come home and dial down deeper into this. Uh, no, I'm not. All right. Uh, 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 that was your confirmation. Th- these are our new drops, by the way. That's Smokey Robinson's <laughs> new song, Gasms, if you haven't heard. <laughs> 85 year old smokes you know out here dropping. It, I've listened to that album like in, t- in, in its entirety. 
I, as hilarious as that song is, the album is actually pretty great. Oh, I believe it. It's Smokey <laughs> fucking Robinson. Yeah. Oh, it is. <laughs> Legend. Legend. And you got 70, 80, is it like what, like 70? He's 30? 83. He's 83. Yeah. Okay, yeah. 83-year-old Smokey Robinson talking about gasms. <laughs> talking about eargasms, eyegasms, uh, mindgasms, all the okay, gasms, he Smokey. says. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he has enough experience with all the gasms. <laughs> <laughs> that he does. That he does. That he does. Shout out. Smokey, you are a go. Smokey, legend, legend, legend. But um, yeah. Also, shout out Juan Epp. It was really cool to be able to talk to you guys and meet you guys. So I was Maybe appreciative of that. Maybe we can get them that. on a podcast. Oh my shout god, out. I'm trying. Trust oh, me, I'm I'm putting in my work. They know who we are. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. For sure. Come on down, boys. Rosenberg was blown away. So Rosenberg was like, "Yeah, he's like, it's so weird. I'm used to New York and the high prices of everything. He's like, I just got front row tickets to the Tigers game after this." For forty dollars, I'm like, yep. Oh, well, the wow. Tigers are terrible, so oh, welcome shit. to the city, baby. Oh. <laughs> is, he, is he gonna be at SummerSlam too? Yo, he said he's coming back uh, for SummerSlam shit. for sure. Oh, shout out to yeah, I'm going there. Shout out to my boy Frost. We're going to that one. Shout out to dude. Frost. Shout out to Frost. What's oh, his yeah. new song called? Because that shit is dance. I can't dance is so fire. I love the video. E Man and Sean, our other roommate, is in the video. Frost, you're killing it, bro. I really, really like shout legitimately up, like bro, that bro. song. Yeah, man. Keep In fact, that's what I'm going to close the podcast with tonight. I'm going to play for us as I can't dance. That'll be a good so one. So I was at the shoot. Shout out to XICW, by the way. So they had a oh man. What was the name of the wrestler? It was. Oh, my that God. Looked cool. It was his retirement. It was his retirement match. Uh, <laughs> shit. Anyway, I'm going to look at I'm going to look it up and I'll get back to you. But yeah, so they had the they had a uh, XICW match downtown Detroit and Frost uh, was shooting this video. They were a flooner. And I got to shoot some B-roll stuff. <laughs> it was kind of dope. Uh, just <coughs> hanging out backstage, taking shots with the wrestlers. Like, I got some clips I'll show you guys, too, and stuff like that. But like, it Future was, charity event it for my youth program. Yeah. Dude, Future charity event for the youth with the wrestling. They'll love that. Shout out El Oso. Oh, Snowfall. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> they had a luchador event on Cinco de Mayo, by the way, Neil. Did they really? That'd be cool. Theater. Oh, that would nice. be cool. Yeah, I'm sure it was probably popping out Southwest Detroit yes. on Cinco de Mayo with all the white kids. Beautiful. <laughs> Bring me all my youth. Love my children. Y'all want to hear that bang bang clip? And then. What'd you yes. say? Yeah. Yes. yes. Bang bang. Yeah. All right. Let's see. Uh, I want to look up the wrestler's name, dude. He was Jamie Cox. Who is the okay. other um, artist that's on Frost's song, by the way? I don't want to miss. What is it? Clooner. Clooner. I don't know Clooner. Clooner. I heard that one. He, yes. Yeah. He. <laughs> so he kind of has like this, like kind of like. Parody comedy style. It's kind of dope. Um, I, don't, I don't know where to put Clooner. He's in his own. Like, <laughs> yeah, I, I do remember seeing a clip. So, you know, um, the comedian Drewski. Mm-hmm. So Drewski was here at the Fox Theater not too long ago. Doing stand up. He did some show. Yeah, I think it was a stand up show. Yeah. Anyway, so he invited like a bunch of people to kind of like open for him. That like, I guess the, the top opener got like a deal with his record label whatever and Clooner okay. was a part of that Clooner has a song called all all ad libs and the little song is literally just ad libs <laughs> he goes like yup bitch so basically the whole song so he's like the the hip hop um Wheeler Walker Jr. kind of <laughs> I don't know where to put this man, to be honest with you. Oh, actually shout out to Clooner so I, I, I want to go see him with Frost uh he had a show at Deezer Con- Diesel Concert Lounge a couple days ago. I okay. went with Frost to go see him. Uh, nice. I think it was like Thursday or so. 
Uh, dude, honestly, his stage show is a lot better than I thought it was gonna be in person. I'm just be honest with you, like, but it was super dope. He had the crap. He he has a certain style where I just really can't. I don't know where to put the dude. I, hmm. I don't. Interesting. I, really I have to listen to more. Uh, that's the one with Frost is the only thing I've heard him on, so I'd have to hear something yeah, else. He's a very interesting guy. It's a very interesting guy in person too. That's yeah, the best style to have when it's you don't know what box to be put in. Yeah, that's yeah, like the perfect. Like, exactly. I, really I mean, that means so. you're you're a legend. That yeah. means that that can easily be. It's very. Ooh, it's like I, I want to say little dicky, but I'm like, nah, mm. it's not even that. Like, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Mm. <laughs> interesting. Wow. Interesting. Shout out to Dave, too. It's pretty, pretty interesting season of that show, by the way. But anyway, so since Uni's going to be showing us a little bit of music, I think that's a good time to switch on over into something old, something new then. Uh, we haven't done this uh, segment of the show in a minute, so I'm kind of excited to talk about some music as we do here. Um, let's see. Do you have it on your phone? Does can that does that have a plug-in on it, or does it have an yeah, AugScore yeah, plug-in? While they're looking that up, I just want to say, uh, make sure if you guys are watching this. No, please. I don't think. I think it just has. The oh, it just has the so normal. So Neil and I had this thing, this testimonial oh, Tuesday thing going uh, in the past like few weeks. So what it is is if you guys want to hop in on it, use the hashtag. Is it it's Testimonial Tuesday, right? That's what we decided on. I thought it was Tuesday. <laughs> I thought it was it, Tuesday first. It, it should be Tuesday Testimonial, I feel like. That it, makes it sense, is, right? I think it is Tuesday Testimonial. <laughs> okay, so use the Mine hashtag is testimonial Tuesday Testimonial with BGPOV. <laughs> uh, what it is is we talk about an album before stream, like, pre-streaming era like when you it could be streaming era too just gone to the record store right that's true i mean you could but i mean i i like to think about it as like an album before like i could just pull it up on my phone where i didn't have to be lazy i'm like oh shit drop it 1201 (laughs) let's pull this shit up right here (laughs) no i actually had to go to the physical store and actually go get this album that's that's the kind of the time i like to talk about i did i think i did have like one in the 2010s or whatever Mm -hmm. but yeah man uh we've been gaining some traction on it It'd be dope if you guys jumped in on it. Use hashtag uh, Tuesday Testimonial, BBPOV. I definitely and, yeah, will. We'll start going. Absolutely. Hell yeah. So how can we play Uni's tracks? Because she's got the iPhone plug-in. So. There's an adapter. We have an adapter? Yeah. Yeah. Nice. That will be great. We can get that puppy going. Um, but I guess before, while, we're, while he's getting that, I can start it off with, oh, nice. Let's have her start it off then, since we got that. Here's this for you. Let me unplug this. Oh no, does this fit? No, this is not iPhone. This is uh Oh the, the newest Samsung. Samsung's don't have a I thought they had an aux chart. Not this not one. the new ones. Hold up, they hold upscaled. Up, hold, up, hold, up. hold up, Samsung. What are y'all doing? They <laughs> upscaled with this beautiful camera on this phone. I, I really don't see it. Is that the Galaxy twenty eight three? The what? new yeah. They really doesn't have an aux on this. I did not know that. Oh shit. All right. Can you email it to Neil so yeah, we can play quick. it? Yeah, that, yeah, that would work. Alright, um Plug this back in here. Or me, I guess you yeah, can plug it into my computer too. So that's Oh yeah, do it to email because yeah. it'll be easier on the computer yeah, to pull up the email. email. Yeah. Uh it is no, I'm gonna throw a to type it in. Yeah, yeah. I got you. Yeah. <laughs> I, like, ah, I can do that, but Yeah, just type it in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so definitely getting ready to um make everything more organized and more on a professional note getting into that studio, getting my EP done, working with the youth. I just actually connected with someone um, that it's in a studio. So I think everything, like I said, divine timing, alignment. I have a vocal coach that I'm working with. Shout out to Rebecca, Reclaim the Day Studios in Ohio. 
family out there that I'm going to be recording with them as well. So shout out to Ree, too, in Detroit, Michigan. One of my music producers, and shout out to Nick, music producer as well, which is on my team, the creator and me. So we got a big, beautiful team of creators. I love that. And we're just going to kick the door in. I like How long have you been making music for? Oh, since I was in high school. Okay. Nice. 10th grade. I was singing on a couple of the boys' tracks around the block. I love that. Absolutely. <laughs> I didn't, you know, we didn't even get to ask this question while you're sending us the email. What brought you to Michigan? Cannabis. Cannabis? You know, you know I was doing all the edibles Sounds in Georgia. Right. Just had oh, to get, yeah. get from out of there. I was like, uh, if I'm going to South is scary when it comes to yeah. shit that shouldn't yeah. be a big deal. I know, you know I used to mean? be a correction officer for two years, you know, veteran two of the United States. I just don't want that type of traction on my back i don't mm-hmm. want the the demons and the devils bothering me so one know, thing good. too like with the cannabis industry in michigan right now it's nuts so a lot of people mm-hmm. from a lot of people from california and all these other places are coming here because we do have like really good agriculture yes fresh water the water fresh fri- yeah that, that's a lot of things are coming here so this is yeah, Michigan's sitting on a gold mine, dog. It's sitting on a gold mine, but in a way, it still Over feels like saturated. Not even that. Not that's even that's that. not. That's not what I was gonna say. I was gonna say it feels like the systemic racism always mm. comes in everything because Uni just said that it costs five hundred thousand dollars, right, it's to ridiculous. get a business started. So the the people that are serving time in prison for hmm. for selling this thing before it was a legal product now have to watch. All the white kids and white business owners swoop into the into the city and 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 have the because a lot of the businesses, you know, that are going to front this are white businesses because that's who's got that kind of money to start these things up. And I feel like it's just one more example of the systems in place. It's nothing with like the equity. So like in when Detroit went wreck, right, there is like the normal. I think there's like there was like 70 or 80 dispensaries in the city of Detroit. Only a little bit less than half of them got recreational licenses. I know. They, were, they were split up into like regular licenses, and they had these things called equity accounts, which equity accounts are if you donated X amount. Of, to be honest with you, it's a form of. <laughs> but it's like if you probably like so. did, did some kind of charity work for the city of Detroit, or you were actually like a resident of the city of Detroit and so like and so if you were like a resident for like 15 plus years I know or something what you're talking like about because I tried to get my uncle to help me out with that but let me tell you what happened they said because he was only a resident of Detroit for eight years moved to Royal moved to Oak Park for two oh years moved God. back to Detroit that he wasn't because it wasn't 10 yeah. consecutive years that's I said, you gotta so be shit crazy me. Oak Park like just outside of the right city too there, it's like that's it's, where Royce is from, by the way. It's, it's, um, is he? Mm-hmm. Is Royce from? Yeah, that's what he said in the podcast. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. It's not going to stop me, though. It's kind of hard. I just want to let y'all know it's not going to stop me. And it shouldn't. No, it's not. It, it's, it's definitely it's not going to stop me. It's only going to get crazier. <laughs> like, just, man. What was the, um, what was the cannabis company that, is it, was it Stizzy? One of the cannabis companies just gave all 400 laid off uh, Burger King employees jobs at the company. Yeah, Stizzy. Stizzy. So shout out to Stizzy for that. That's actually really dope. That's pretty cool. So yeah, Stizzy's growing. They're actually based out in Los Angeles, but you know they're killing it over here as well. Uh, I've dealt with a lot of their reps, just you know being with my company. Mm-hmm. But they, uh, yeah. So Burger King closed about 
what, like 40 locations? 26, I think. 26, okay. 26 locations in the city of Detroit. Sizzy stepped up and like, hey, you guys want some jobs? And, and, and they offered and them out. And it's and like 16 bucks an hour with full too. benefits. So that's yeah. not terrible, man. As I mean, those companies should. Yes, they should. As, as they, they like should. Point blank, period. Like, we just going to, I'm just going to say this like this now. You people out there, and what I mean by you people, you ones that have the money, you made it, you made it out, you did something, you got the money, put back into the communities. Yes. And I'm talking about you, you big musicians, like your beautiful Beyonce's and your Jay-Z's. It's not a negative talk against y'all, right? It's much respect. But at the end of the day, you got it, all right? You flaunting it. We know you got it. Yep. Put it into the community. Our communities are suffering so bad. And there's no reason for them to suffer. Right. Okay. Now I make, when you look into my checking account, I make about $6,000 a month. Right. So if I'm doing, I'm doing a lot just with that Mm -hmm. into the community. Just imagine what you can do with millions and millions of dollars. But when I reach that, because I will reach that one day, I will be able to do more and feed more nations. But that just goes to show you the egotistical, mm, the egotistical movements that we're doing against each other we're not helping each other it's ugly it's selfish and it's, it's it's disgusting and it needs to be said too because um you know rest in peace to the legendary amazing man that was harry belafonte who just passed away last week yep um you just made me think of it because hmm. he actually called out jay-z and beyonce about hmm. 10 years ago he had uh, called into hot 97 and the ebro in the morning and they were doing an interview with him where he kind of I, th- I think it was on their show that or he was just doing an interview on something else. But he was kind of holding them to task. He was like, you know, these people are making this much money. What are you doing in the community? I don't think you guys are doing enough. No. And it caused a rift between Harry Belafonte and Jay-Z for a minute until they kind of talked. And then look at the different person Jay-Z is now. He, he You know, I think it got through to him because then he started. I hope so. They better have gotten through. Little Uzi, Little Uzi contract issues. Little Wayne's like, what was it out of jail? Yeah. Kodak's like, it was somebody else's tax. Nipsey Hustle with My buying boy. all those Nipsey Hustle albums yeah, and putting him yeah. on the map and shit like that. Um, but yeah, so we all got to do better. Th- at the end of the day, we all can do better. We all got to do better. We can go more into a mindset of a bartering system. You know, we don't have to worship the physical dollar. At yep. the end of the day, the physical dollar is a piece of paper. Right. And it can go away tomorrow. The slave masters on them. Period. At the end of the day, that physical dollar is taking away our natural oxygen to breathe anyway because it comes off of the trees, which needs to stop anyway. Right. So we need to go back to the ancient times of bartering. You got a purpose. I got a purpose. Neil got a purpose. We all been put on this earth to do something beautiful. And we can take that beautifulness that we create and trade it with each other. Everyone can live in abundance and prosperity. There's no reason why no one should be in a turmoil place of life. And that is a mentality state of mind. And in certain people, certain organizations keep the community dumbed down. That's a problem to me. They can't forever be looking to get things for free neither. They need to learn how to get up, work for themselves, get out of that mindset of food stamps, Oh, the dependent on the on the on the system. You gotta change that. That gotta go away. You can't do that no more. You gotta be self-sustainable. You gotta be able to stand on your own two feet. And that's a fact. That's where we have to get back to. Okay? Everybody has to get there. Go and marinate on that.
<laughs> um, my whole life. <laughs> Do you think that the cannabis industry is becoming the new auto industry in the state of Michigan? No, it's becoming the new booze industry mm. in the state of Michigan as far as like. Uh, I don't think it's never gonna, that w- the auto industry where all the people are was way big for jobs and things like that. And well, yeah, in a way, but like I don't that. know in the auto industry and it's when it was in its prime, people were getting bust in daily from different states just to come here to work for the day and then going back home from Kentucky, all the surrounding, you know, s- right. states around Michigan. So I don't know if it was quite quite that size yet, but I mean it could be, I guess, technically one day, but I don't know. That's Do a good question. It'll get to the point where it drains the resources of the state. What do you mean? No. Okay. You think it's just an abundant like state it's of the Okay. All right, cool. That's the be- right. See the beautiful thing about a cannabis plant. It's a resource in itself. Mm-hmm. No. Not at all. It's enough water. See the most see the most high has created enough bountifuls of water that will never go away. But it will go away if you continue to mistreat and disrespect the earth as we have been doing. So when we get into the to the discussions of climate change and everything that's like facts. that, that's what we're doing. Killing the earth. We're destroying it. Same thing when I talked about that physical dollar taking it from the trees. We got to change shit up. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Agreed. Climate you know, change is a whole nother ball game. But, uh, plenty of water, you know. But if we continue to disrespect the earth, it, it, we, we will dry it up. Yep. We will continue. We will fuck it up like we've been doing. It, it's it's so de- like I love watching nature documentaries <laughs> like all them David Attenborough, Planet Earth, all that type of shit. It's my favorite. But they're becoming ever as beautiful as they are to watch because you're like it. It, they're so shows. magnificent, all these different animals and stuff. But it they all have a dark tone to them now because they're like, this is look how beautiful this is. But if we at the they'll, then they'll give you a hit you with a stat that's like. So oh mind blowing. If we keep doing this by this year, we'll have you, this, and it's right just now. like <gasps> it's like really uh, it's, terrifying. You know, it's cr- it's 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 crazy right now. We have a we don't know when to stop. Yeah, we have an influx of everything for no reason. It's like one person having five thousand kids, and then you can't even do nothing with those kids. Why? <laughs> oh, <laughs> uh, wilding out <laughs> with that with let's that. transition on into something old something new because we're exactly. running a little long this has been a nice <laughs> deep cover <laughs> <laughs> i can't i can't get out the podcast without I this thought either this was america <laughs> this is america i'm sorry i thought this was america all right so something old something new let's go give me a hell yeah <laughs> <laughs> you made, do you have uh, Uni's track pulled up over there? <laughs> I guess I could start it off while you're pulling up the tracks and everything. Um, so what are we playing for something old? So something old. I'll start it off because it's fresh on my mind right now. Um, the reason I chose what I chose, and this <laughs> this kind of goes against the uh, the peaceful uh, <laughs> dynamic of this show because this album is definitely not peaceful. Hey, but I went with Fifty Cent's "Fucking Get Rich or Die Trying." <laughs> um, I mean, 
from Brooklyn, baby. Like, the, the jungle of all jungles. Let's go. Yeah, so I, I went with uh, 50 Cent's get, or get Rich or Die Trying. What? My man? <laughs> you the right one. Are you also sick? going on his like his like finale tour? Right. So 50. that's so that's the reason that I chose it for this week is uh, the 20. It's, this year is the 20th anniversary, which that fucking blows my mind that that album is turning 20 already. Oh, that's one of my crazy. favorites. But uh, yeah, so he's uh, that album is turning 20 this year and 50 Cent just announced a massive, massive tour to support it. And it's uh, marketed as his final tour. Now it's called the Last Lap Tour. And he's bringing Busta Rhymes along with him on tour and Jeremiah as well. I think in certain cities he's uh, got a boogie as well. But um, he said since it's the last one, each city is going to be filled with surprises. So. I think Eminem's coming to our show. Eminem, <laughs> one of my favorites. On top of that, did you notice that lineup? Detroit is the very last U.S. tour date. That's what. I, that's the other interesting part. Uh, so I feel like the best for last. Even though it's I'm not, not technically I'm not, I'm not surprised, it's not New York. I'm gonna be honest with you. All right. right. You see why I'm at? I'm in Detroit. I love. I love Michigan. You know what I mean? I came here. You know, Detroit under development. You know, as a young black entrepreneur, I came here for the real estate too. Don't get it twisted. Yeah. You know, I got my hands in every single industry as I should. And even though it's not technically in the city, I think he's going to bring Eminem through because it's cl- technically Clarkston. He's not coming we to Detroit because <laughs> oh, he's going oh, to yeah. is is it Pine Knob. Yeah, so it's going to be a Pine Knob. Yep. But um, Legends. All right. I would play a clip from it like we used to do, but I don't know. I think 50 Cent's pretty heavily copyrighted, so I'm just we, not we, even going to. <laughs> <a lot of laughs> so Please don't sue us. I don't, don't want to talk about it, but we got in trouble this week. But, um, <laughs> but I guess before I, I wrap on that one, I would say I think 50 Cent's Get Rich or Die Trying is probably in the top 10 best rap albums of all time for me. Um Agreed. Every Thanks. single album holds up. Like I was, I listened to it back at work the other day, and he, if he was in a versus with someone, he could just press play on track one and let all nineteen tracks pl- play and almost win the verses off that fucking one album alone. Mm-hmm. Like every single song hits from the skits to the features, everything in between. Like, and like if you were, it's I, I lived it because like I was in my prime years, like high school years when Fifty Cent was on top of the world. And it was so much fun to be a music fan when he was that big because he had such a stranglehold on everything. Like he was making street music and everybody loved it. White kids were jamming it. Black kids were jamming it. Everybody, Mexican kids, everybody listened to 50 Cent, Get Rich or Die Trying. That shit was massive at the time. Everybody was buying G-Unit sneakers. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, shout out to 50. Uh, tickets go on sale. The pre-sale, I think, is on the 10th, uh, which I'm going to get my ticket for sure because I can't miss that shit. I think um, I'm to get me one. Can I ride? Yeah, absolutely. Definitely. Right. Let's go. So, yeah, that's what I have with something old this week. Uh, E-Man, what you got? Uh, I want to kick it over to 2000. Was it 9 or 10? I want to say, yeah, 2009. And this is actually going to be my Tuesday testimonial. But since we were talking about Royce, I kind of deep dive, and I actually went to the first Slaughterhouse album, like the self-titled Slaughterhouse album. Mm. <laughs> yeah, man. Like this. What what year did you say? 
was it 2009? That's when I saw it. Okay, all right, yeah. all right, go ahead. Were you were you at the concert? No, I okay. they were. Um, I, I saw Rock the Bells in 2009, and Slaughterhouse was there okay. when I when I went to yeah. that. I think it was 2009. I think I saw him in 2010. Like it was uh the Slaughterhouse Yellow Wolf like collab show. I was there at, too. Uh, Royal Oak Music. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was there with Ron actually. Yep. I think that was t- 2012 maybe. 2012? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Anyway, I, it was anyway. I remember having it on an iPad and shit like that, or iPod and shit. Like mm-hmm. that. But anyway, I actually did buy this physical copy. This was gonna be my t- uh, Tuesday testimonial, but I'm gonna give it up on the pod. Uh, yeah, man. So on this pod, like on this group, the only one I really knew of was Joe Buck. That was the only one you knew, really. Uh, Besides Boom, I really didn't know any of the songs like that. You know, outside of that one, but I know who Crooked Eye was, and I think I know Joel from like, oh man, this is hip hop. I know that song, yeah. But I didn't really know much about each individual catalog. One thing that's cool, it looks like this album, the actual Slaughterhouse album, was recorded in like six or seven days. Was it really? I didn't know that. Yeah. Uh, that, and then they got the shady deal out of it, but the group actually formed off of a Joe Budden song entitled Slaughterhouse mm-hmm. off of his, uh, I forgot what album it was. Probably one of the mood, mood musics, I would bet, probably. One of the it mood music series, I bet. Right, yeah, which, you know, they were supposed to release the Glass House album, obviously Ooh. that didn't come Man. out, but... That's going to be hip-hop's one, like the one that, that's that's best kept detox. secrets. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> man, seriously, that's crazy. Dude, speaking well, of Joe well, Budden, like you said, that's crazy hearing like his story on that Blog Era podcast and like mm. hearing all the shit that he went through with the label and everything. That really gave me a, a different lot respect of for him. For why Joe Budden is Joe Budden. It does, doesn't <laughs> right, it? I was right, like, oh, right, it makes right, it so right, much right. makes it yeah, so much more clear to me. Like, I, yeah, hearing a thing about like, you know, like they release, they put pump it up on the Too Fast, Too Furious soundtrack and also his album, but then released the Too Fast, Too Furious soundtrack first. Like a week before his album, too. And so everyone bought the fucking soundtrack to get Pump It Up. And so when his album dropped, which, you know what the crazy part is? The album sold 100,000, and that's considered a, that was considered a flop at that fucking time period because people were still buying physical copies of shit. So what, like, that's gold, right? That's No, uh, 500,000 is gold. Okay. But um, yeah, that was considered a total flop. A hundred thousand. Now, if you do a hundred thousand in opening week, that's like, like the best like <laughs> outcome. Year, like it's crazy to think about how much times have changed. But um, it was yeah. It, so the album was released August eleventh, two thousand nine. Mm. Uh, did eighteen six hundred in the first eighteen thousand six hundred copies in the first week. Um, so. Yeah, man. It was uh honestly one of my favorite tracks on it. I think I got hip to it off of the one was like the first, like that lead single off of it, which was like that same drugs being dirty money. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That one. But what really sold me on the group was microphone, which like that absolutely like produced by Alchemist, right? Yeah. That beat, that shit was absolutely insane. Seeing the video, just everything like that, and then like just how they kind of work together, like their styles match so much. Like me not knowing. I, out of all four of them, I, the least I knew about was Crooked Eye. Mm-hmm. But like, hearing how all four of them like kind of meshed together made it work so like perfectly. Yeah, and I was like, this was I. I really thought. I mean, I feel like a lot of people thought this was gonna like be the thing that kind of take off, but you know, obviously life had other plans. So yeah, I'm, I'm happy. I, I, I'm a listener of the Joe Budden podcast, so I can't really complain. I love Joe Budden. Yeah. yeah. 
I mean, he, he he's great at what he does. Yeah. He's always figured out a way to be, to make to make it work for himself. He's just a very resourceful person, I guess. I think is the best way to describe Joe. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. I mean, Royce is. I, I mean, obviously he got a Grammy nod like soon, like not too well, not soon after that, but like in the past few years with the uh, was it the allegory? Album? Yeah, the allegory. Yeah. When technically the I Book of Ryan should have got. I, no, that the was Book nominated. Book of Ryan was a way better album than the allegory <laughs> to me, but. Crooked Eye and Joel, they did that uh, the Rise and Fall of Slaughterhouse album. Yeah, I'm not gonna get into that because that was kind of there was there's good tracks on it and shit. I just didn't like that it was going at the other guys. Like some real shit there. Was that like a marketing thing? I think it was some real shit. Okay, I just want. I think both. I think both of them want the Slaughterhouse reunion the most. Royce is fine no matter what. Obviously, he can stand on his own feet, you know. And it they have a harder time, I think. With the solo aspect as far as album sales and, you know, selling tickets and all that shit, which is crazy because, I mean, Crooked Eye, if you if you like really are a nerd about this shit, like he is like one of the gifted, most gifted rappers Absolutely. of all time. Like the shit that he can do is baffling to me. <laughs> like, like I got hip to Crooked Eye off of Slaughterhouse. Everybody else I like heard of individually, but never really deep dive outside of Joe Bud, never really deep dive into her catalog like that. But yeah, Crooked Eye, looking that and then going back into it and just hearing what now I'm like, holy god! Like, how the fuck is this guy that not kind of flying under the radar like that? But yeah, it's crazy, man. Like, I don't know. Some it's weird. Like, like what? I know Joel was like a part of like the blog era, like big time. Too. Yeah. yeah, I think uh, Joe was it Joe? I think Joe and Joel were both on the same freshman double XL cover. Seven or oh eight or something like that. <laughs> I think it might, yeah, something like, yeah, you might be right. Yeah, something like that. Oh, seven, maybe. I think that sounds about right. But, um, yeah, that's a good one, Eman. That's a good pick. Um, were you able to pull up Uni's uh music I so we can discuss this bad boy? Track up here, and that's the only one we probably should play out of this because that one's also probably heavy copyright because it's going to be shade. So, yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> definitely for sure. So, I guess we'll let Uni that's describe, too, like. Real quick, I want to touch yeah, go on ahead. like just marketing aspects of it because mm. we were talking about like how Joe Budden's album came out, like and um, you know, like Two Fast and Furious soundtrack stuff like that. I feel like that album, I don't know if it got marketed correctly, and that's probably why it didn't do so well. Or well, no, it it got marketed correctly. It just the 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 one song that everyone wanted to hear was Pump It Up. No, 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 no. I'm talking about the Slaughterhouse album. Oh, the Slaughterhouse album. Yeah. I think that was. I think that was before it didn't have there was no major label backing to that. That just came out as like a mixtape, I yeah. believe. So I think as far as that goes, it was just like a free download shit. And by that time it was under Shady. No, not that first one. That that the one like that you're the, talking about, like the, the one where it's like all four of them like, like Welcome to Our House was the first one on Shady. No, not yeah, not Welcome to Our House, the one after that, like the self titled album. Yeah. Yeah. Uh that was after that, I thought. Oh you're right, yeah. Yeah, yeah so I don't know. I'm not sure. Anyway, but uh, that was also a time where album sales were in the super massive decline. You know, everything was that was like mm, probably the heightened of like all the pirated music, like Pirate Bays and right. all that shit was going on. So people right. just downloading shit. Yep. Yeah, it makes sense. A lot of them dudes in that era were just living oh, off wire, tour money. Wire. You know, that's how you had to get by was your fucking uh, tours and shit. Enough about that. Though. Yeah. Track, bang bang coming at you. You're ready Bef- for it. No, hold <laughs> on. No, no, no. <laughs> But before you play it, I want to give uh, Uni a chance to kind of tell us about it or yeah, what, what yeah, we're going to about to hear. So, uh, 
this was again right after that relationship you know after a little bit of the healing that i have done for myself and it was a kind of a time um me versus me my negative against my positive my higher self against my lower self and that's it it's, it's my good against my bad that's uh, exactly what that is gemini good versus evil that's, <laughs> that's All right. what bang bang is about <laughs> no no that's just uh Thing. Uh, <laughs> the song, ki- okay, so the movie Kill Bill. I love the movie Kill Bill. Okay. So, so do what I. you're about to hear is a little clipping from the movie Kill Bill that I that's in the song. Oh, and the, yeah, bang, yeah, yeah. bang. And Shout bang, out to Nancy Sinatra. Shooting the bad side of me. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. I like it. Keep it at bang. <laughs> Oh, dude, that's great. Hey. That's so hey. Good. Oh, Uni just came over. So. <laughs> All right, bet. All right. All right. All right. All right. Cool. Yes, this sounds like a perfect night for me. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to come back on here with uni shortly, but um, in the meantime, we're going to enjoy some more of this wine. So we will talk to you shortly. Hey. Okay, now you're going to hear uni's song. (laughs) I was five and he was six. We rode on horses made of sticks. He wore black and I wore white. He would always win the fight. Bang, bang. Not this time, nigga. It's my motherfucking time to live my life the way I want to live it. Without fear, I'm taking you by the motherfucking hand. I'ma do things my way this time, nigga. I'm about to kill this motherfucking evil. Let's get it. It's time to turn internal. Take a peep within. Take a little look and say hello to your little friend. Your ego, that parasite that lives so deep within. to the truth you know inside to the truth soon realize you need jesus moses praying muhammad ascending high i'm energized i realize i'm supervising the blind you need lost and confused looking for a way out made every excuse but couldn't seem to help myself i had to see just what i am and who i want to be at a vibrant high so i could be the higher me to be alive you must die before you die born again i will look at life and see it's grand design Retribution, I hit them with the exclusive. Say my people lacking knowledge, they label us like we useless. Divide and conquer, they know and hoping we lose it. See, they get you while we young and they document that we clueless. They get you with the TV with violence, hoping we do it. Start a generation curse for years, evil and ruthless. Set up illusions, they get you right where the root is. They don't want to see you sprout because they really scared of the movement. This isn't physical, spiritual evolution. Lock us up in institutions. Stop us from being prudent tunnel pursuing manipulate just to ruin what about our history it was urgent to be excluded this thing is deep in this underlying abusive strategize to recoup it our life was never amusement i'm far from foolish persona will play the student so i put it in my music and let y'all know what the truth is You know what that made me think of the whole time we were listening to that? 
Um, it just brought this to my mind. Right now on Hulu, there is a five-part documentary series that the Hughes brothers are doing on uh, Tupac and Afini Shakur. Oh, I know exactly. And I just Dear started Mama. watching it. Man, yeah, it's Mama. called Dear Mama. Yeah, and just I, put it I, on. I, I want to say I think it's one of the best documentaries I've ever seen. Oh, yeah, I think just it's put like. It on. So what reminded me of it, the reason why it reminded me of it is because so many of the, the clips that it shows in that is Tupac, you know, trying to defend himself, the lyrics of his, uh, what he's saying mm. um, on these, like he'll go on these, you know, white talk shows and they're kind of criticizing him. Mm. You know, you're talking about killing cops, this and that. And, and his response to all of it is basically uh, in a sense of I'm expressing myself. This is how exactly. I'm expressing myself through my art. This is how exactly. I'm telling you what I'm seeing in my communities. Absolutely. And I'm, I'm, I'm putting it in a healthy outlet, which Absolutely. is making music. Um, mm -hmm. And he was like, I think this is the what has the power to change the world the quickest is music. Yes. Um, and yes. what is so uh, enlightening to me, I think about that documentary is I feel like Tupac was really an activist he and was. he figured it out that um, like Martin Luther King and Malcolm X, you know, they were about speeches and, and, and doing stuff and uh, working with people. I think he was like, I can get reach a bigger audience through this absolutely rap shit. yes and you he's can. Like, i'm gonna get here way faster through number this microphone. one absolutely and, I, agree. and I think it just really just it really shows you how brilliant he was like and yep. those it, the video footage of him at like 17 you're like this guy's got more than there's other ancestors talking yes. through this oh, man you yes. know what i mean like oh, it's crazy yes. how intelligent oh yes yeah absolutely. i haven't quite finished it yet oh, but yes. like just hearing him like when he was like yeah when he was like 17 in high school and things like oh that. yes and he's talking about uh he, he's talking about things that a normal 17 year old kid perspective that a normal 17 year old would even add him to think about mm -hmm. you know what I mean? yeah mm -hmm. how about tom yeah man i love absolutely. it absolutely yeah that's a good one um but i guess let's keep get this going and switch on over into something new here um as this podcast goes along and the album that I have for something new this week is by an artist out of uh, DC. His name's IDK and he just put out a new album called F 65 that I am a giant fan of. Super <laughs> great. Um, IDK is a special cat, man. I don't think the mainstream media gives him enough attention. Um, I'm not exactly sure why but i think they should start covering him because this is now like album six in a row of mm. just an absolute smash to my in my opinion like um and he's he talks a, a lot about a lot of different stuff and he has a lot of uh topical stuff like what we were just talking about on there he's got this record called mr policeman about <laughs> getting pulled over and the different stages of like getting to snapping basically right um and i think that's a brilliant record i think the way that he used like jazz sample transitions in between his songs uh made the whole thing kind of feel like one package like an album should to me um mm -hmm. it doesn't feel like just like random collections of songs it's like it all has a theme and a fit to it um and then the icing on the cake aside <laughs> from all of it for me is if you know me, you know that I love Stevie Wonder. That's my favorite mm, artist of all time. A legend. And towards the end of this album, he does a cover of Stevie Wonder's Superwoman with um, with uh, Music Soulchild featured on it as well, which is another fucking R&B beast. 
Um, and it's mind blowing to me because you know IDK is a rapper, but he has a really be- beautiful singing voice too. Absolutely. And um, he sings the shit out of this, and it's not <laughs> one of Stevie's easier songs to cover either. It's a seven minute song mm. with a tempo change down the middle that kind of divides it up, and mm. I just think he did a really good job. And I wanted to give you a little bit of that cover here. Let me pull mm. this up real quick. Um, yeah, IDK, man, he's just a killer. It's of course. Let's yes. see here. F65 album by IDK. Here is a little bit of Superwoman, which if you've never heard this song, man, it is something special. It's got this little uh, intro to it. Mary wants to be a superwoman, but is that really in a head? But I just want to live each day to love her for what she is. Mm-hmm. Mary wants to be another movie star, but is that really in a mind? And all the things she wants to be, she needs to leave behind. But very well, I believe I know you very well. Wish that you knew me too very well. And I think I can do everything I going through here. I really enjoyed it. Really good. Like the, the jazz yeah, interludes to me, like really sets the tone of the album as well. I really mm-hmm. like he had these vibes to it. Like I think he had the one where he, uh what was the one before Mr. Policeman when he was talking oh, about God. like when he was man, he was like, Yeah, I love all these things. Like Oh yeah. Apple, like I love driving my like like car down like yeah. ninety thousand an hour, things like that. He's like, I gotta get the new iPhone, even though it looks yeah. just like the last one. Bite that, <laughs> bite that forbidden fruit if you know what I yeah, mean. You know that what record I, mean? I think is DSTP. I do Although Georgetown, the chords on Georgetown do sound familiar to me. That's crazy. Yeah, that's I, funny. I won't, I won't. <laughs> <laughs> ah, we don't got time. For that. Anyway, yeah. but like, I, I will talk about that off mic for you, Uni. But Beautiful. Anyway, um, yeah, man, I really enjoyed this album. This is probably my favorite album from him for sure. Like consistently, that you see for yourself is also great. Like IDK has a great catalog. Like I think I got hip to him around. I want to say it was I was very bad. Like a few like. Six years ago, I want to say. Yeah, probably like that. Like that. Um, yeah, he has this whole thing where he can, he is a talented like rapper, but he can also sing and his production wise, which a lot of his production came from who my something new is going to be. I'll get into him later. Um, yeah, the IDK album is fucking dope. Yeah, like, it really out. is. Thanks. And he's Thanks. talking about a lot of a lot of deep stuff on there and he's got complex rhyme schemes and shit. So it's, you know, it's right up my alley. I love it. Um, love everybody. Shout yeah, out F65. Everybody check it out. Absolutely. E, what you got, buddy? So I'm gonna go with uh, a producer album actually yeah. today. And, like I really enjoyed it. Like the master of the Sims himself. I'm gonna go Mike Dean's. Uh, yeah. Mike Dean. <laughs> yeah, man. I Mike Dean's. Uh, I still haven't listened to this yet. 35. I want to say yeah. 423 was his album. Uh huh. Dude, I, so there's Wait, it's really called 423? It's called 420. So That's funny. Like the one I did was F65. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say he had that. He had another one called, uh, I don't know why my computer is running really slow right now. But he had like another one that was like kind of like in that same like time. I don't know if it's like based off like a time signature or what. 420, oh, 420 was like the one from a couple years ago. Okay. 
But yeah, man. Uh, production wise, Mike Dean. If you guys aren't familiar, he did a lot of the Kanye stuff, a lot of T K mm-hmm. stuff, a lot of Travis Scott stuff, a lot of weekends, a lot of last Taylor mm-hmm. stuff, a lot of like the last two weekend albums. Mm-hmm. Uh, the list, the list goes on. Oh seven, oh. Kanye West owes him a lot as of late. Kanye for West sure. owes him a lot. As of Meg, Yikes. Big Sean, uh, Swedish House Mafia. Madonna, like in the list, the list yeah, goes on with Mike Dean in production, man. Uh, but yeah, like I, he he drops these like solo albums every once in a while, where it's just mostly like it's just him on production. This album actually does feature about three or four weekend songs, though. So mm-hmm. this was actually kind of cool, like to hear like things like that. But like just like how it the vibe of it is just like the perfect driving album. Sometimes like you know like when you just want to like kind of like just like vibe out in the car, things like right, that. Right, right. Sometimes I don't get me wrong, I love hip hop, I love rap. Sometimes I don't want to listen to bars. No. Sometimes I just, just want to have something to vibe out Exactly. To. That's kind of why I've been kind of like, exactly. I've been listening to EDM a little bit lately too, but like My this album itself, man, is just such a great like driving album. Okay. Uh, I think one of my standouts was, well, it was actually one of the weekend ones. It's called More Coke. Right, 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 right. More coke. <laughs> that Rewind Life is really great too. Uh, yeah, it's the Mike Dean album. Mike Dean is the, he doesn't get enough credit in like the hip hop community, like as far as like the mainstream. Mm. I feel like I mean, as far as like he's like the, I feel like he's a producer's producer in a way. Am I tripping, or did he do the 070 Shake album? He did do 070 Shake album. Okay, I thought that's. I thought he did Astro World. He did. He did a lot of shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's tight. I gotta listen to that one. Still. Um, And he he did IDK's album, by the way. You want me to play a little clip of anything, or he did IDK's album too, by the way. He, he did all the new you one. You see for yourself. Oh, oh, sh- oh the last one. Yeah. Oh shit! Nice. Yeah. That's awesome. I do. You know what? I do remember seeing some clips floating around IDK's uh, Instagram with Mike Dean uh, yeah. when that last album came out. So okay. yeah. Um, sweet. So let's see. Should I pull it up here? Let's see. Mike uh, Dean. Hold up. What what label he signed to? Dog. I don't. Oh, is it too <laughs> much? Is is he super uh, copyright? Uh, probably. Probably <laughs> Mike Dean, yeah. Just just go go search it out yourself. Four twenty three. Absolutely. <laughs> we don't want no problems. <laughs> Is there any new music you need that's been inspiring you as of lately? Mm. It doesn't have to be brand new, honestly. It can just be anything that's been, you know It's it's it's, it's a couple of new um artists. It's a young lady that I you know what, and I and I don't know her name. I don't know, it was just it's a beautiful young lady that comes on the loop of my YouTube and um, I'm gonna find her name and okay. I'll give her a <laughs> shout out next time. But okay, um, beautiful song, beautiful rap rapper. Okay, and it's a nice little nice little flow and I also love the song uh, "Free Your Mind." Is it "Free Mind" or "Free Mind"? Is it, is it "Free"? Let's see. Because you know, right now I'm focused all on the youth program. No, that's great, and and you know yeah. we we always kind of just spring this on people. I'm so like <laughs> um, oh, free yeah, free mind. Absolutely, and it's by um, Thames. Oh, oh, I love Thames. Yes, Thames so is amazing. Yeah, I know the song. You're sh- yeah, that, yeah, yeah, that's a great that's one song. Of my favorite ones, and and I feel bad I don't have the uh, other young lady's name, but I'm just some um, new artists, um, conscious artists. Uh huh. Ones that speaking some 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 good mental food. Yes. If it ain't good mental food, you ain't listening to it. And uh, I'm just being so factual about it. I that. feel you. I feel you. It, it really, you know, E-Man and I did this uh, podcast recently about um, toxic R&B and how, yeah, how like, it. there's Very a lot of toxicity in the R&B. And one of the things that E-Man had brought up was 
do you think this affects the way people move in their yes, real life? And yes. it goes back to everything we've been saying on this podcast. Absolutely. It totally does. Killing our community. Stop. No more <laughs> guns. No more <laughs> killing each other. Like I hear you. Stop. Yep. So, um, yeah, I I agree with you on that. Stop. There's definitely um, I I find especially I, there's times where I like some some ignorant shit, <laughs> but I think. Um, you should be feeding yourself something deeper, deeper than just that at, at all times. You know what I'm saying? So yes. yeah, there's a, there's a time and place for everything. Yeah, for yes. sure. I, mean, I just it's just you know, and and everybody has a choice. I just can't do it no more. Mm-hmm. You know, I've had my toxicity. I've had my yep. things that ate away at me. I've had my negative yeah lifestyle. And to be honest with you, I don't want no more parts of that. I hear you. And that's just facts for me. I just want a easy going peaceful positive light filled life i agree i respect that i mean that thing is about that too is like a lot of i feel like if you don't know peace you don't know peace you they that's a big that's thing a fact about that's that. a fact though if you really that's don't know, like if you only nope. know chaos you're only going to like you can say like yo yep. no I, I want no drama in my life like get rid of all the toxic people things like that but you if you don't really know do anything yeah. else, then, you know, yeah, you got to actually, like, live that. You And to your point, something you said earlier in the podcast is about mm-hmm. kind of just being comfortable being in your own head and things like that and, like, mm-hmm. learning, just really knowing yourself and really adapting mm-hmm. to, like, you know, like, oh, shit, I am this person. These are the things I need to work on. These are the things I'm strong at. And then, like, you know, yeah, just really, like, just getting to. Getting to know yourself. Exactly. And the yeah. most high and, mm-hmm. and the whole reason of being on this earth. Yeah, and you know, it's I think spirituality and um, finding God is hard for people because I think people have this idea that that it has to be this one thing that it can only look this one way. But Mm -hmm. really, God is whatever you find peace in. Mm -hmm. And it's not like this big Mm -hmm. man pulling Mm -hmm. the puppet strings above the clouds. It's the universe, the sky, like everything. Spirituality and religion are not not the same thing. Right. No, exactly. No, it's not. Um, no, but yeah. Oh, and to your point, I actually looked up the cover. Crooked Eye and Joel were also on the 2007. <laughs> so it was okay. So it was Crooked and jo- it was Crooked <laughs> and Joel. I got it mixed up. Sagan Plyo, Sagan Plies, Rich Boy, Lupe, Lil Bootsy, Gorilla Zone, Blog Era, Tattoos, <laughs> and Young Dro. Bootsy just got arrested yesterday, by the of way, on gun charges. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of a motherfucker that needs a little. Uh, <laughs> a, a cleanse in his life. Jesus Christ, is he the most toxic person or what? <laughs> 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 but anyways, let's pull I up this. I thought this was America. Huh? Isn't this America? <laughs> I'm sorry. I thought this was America. <laughs> We've been uh, running pretty long here, so yeah, let's pull up yeah. Frost's um, song yeah, so we can get up out of here. Frost, out of um, uh, What was it called? Candy Man? I, I, can't, I can't dance. I can't dance. I can't dance. I believe it's the one he played on the Shout ball. out to the wrestler, by the way. So there was this wrestler on the uh, – while you pull that up, there was this wrestler there called uh, the Soul Taker, and he was pretty much like the black version what of the Undertaker. Oh, yes, I'm going to say it's like the he Undertaker, yes. Yeah. So instead of saying rest in peace, his whole shtick was no souls matter. I got a clip of that I kind of cut up uh, I'll show you guys after the show and stuff like that but yeah it was, it was pretty funny shout out shout out to the XICW they're they really cool and uh, and before we go also shout out our buddy Corey Bujea he just hit me the other day 
Um, and he said he's got a track that he's finally finished that he's working on getting up on Spotify. That's what's up. So Beautiful. I told Shout Corey um, to make sure to let me know when it goes up, and we will definitely talk about it or play it on the podcast. So shout out, Corey. Without further ado, here is I Can't Dance by our good friend Frost is Red. Frost good night, Frost. everyone. Peace. Great night. The yellow and faded we will see you next week thanks for being here this has been another episode of beats brews and points of view <laughs> beats brews and points of view is a product of dream reality media and sponsored by arctic circle brewing company